No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me. Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. Couldn't hop on in the morning, so we had to hop on at night. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. We got to talk Lamar Jackson. Crazy game last night. 47-42. Ravens take care of the Browns. Lamar Jackson had cramps, they saying. Or he's saying. He confirmed it. He said his cramps. Don't try to do me. First take Tuesday. I'm going to talk about Lamar and his cramps. Cramps Thank running you. through the tunnel, huh? <laughs> where, 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 where was he cramping? Not, it wasn't the legs. Look, 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 look. We're going to talk about that. I Big know Nick a the shitty Quick. walk when I see one. Big Nick the Quick wants to talk about Kyrie. Um, Come on. We can talk about Kyrie for a whole season and no catch up. Then we're going to talk NBA. Giannis signs the super max, super duper max, $228 million deal. Richest man in NBA history. That's the richest deal. It's as big as it, it's as big as it gets. So we're going to talk about that. NBA, or then after we get off of Giannis, we'll talk a little more NBA and then we'll go into uh, NFL. Real contenders. I want to talk about who's real, who's not. The Steelers seem to be phony. Are the Bills real? I know it might be a little recency bias there, but we'll see how it goes. Big Nick, they're quick. Yo. What's happening? I'm just I'm just living in my MVP year, bro. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> you know, I had to, I had to, man, the last few days I've been reflecting. Yeah. I got back with the people who I associated with yeah. when I was in my MVP year. And I'm oh, locked man. in. I got 198 million and now I'm ready to go. <laughs> last year, hey, last year I wasn't ready. I, I don't know. I just I wasn't ready. But I'm back in my MVP. Hold on. I got to do this. I got to be slumped. Yo. I'm, ba- I'm back in my MVP year. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when you put I it can't... like that, when you put it like, yeah, okay. After you sign for an extra 190. Yeah, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I think that came out before he signed. But, yes, you, you know the vibe. Yeah. First take Tuesday. Like you said, we, it's still a first take because it's the first time you heard from us Tuesday evening. Chicago, Illinois. Man, I want to talk about Lamar Jackson. That's my first take. Um, crazy game last night. Hopefully, you didn't have Browns minus three or Oof. and a half or whatever it was. That was ugly. Um, I've been there. I feel for you. I apologize. Uh, but it was a crazy game. Back and forth. It seems, at least for part of the game, that they were letting Lamar kind of be Lamar, and they're not trying to make him just stand in the pocket. And, and do his thing and letting him run around more and kind of make more plays. Um, he still he still looks very shaky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's just – let's just keep it 100. Let's just say what it is. He looks very shaky, and that means they're going to look shaky trying to make the playoffs, and if they get in the playoffs, it's going to be shaky. But – Wait, let me ask you this. Do you think he looks shaky, or is it like we already know what's going to ha- – like it, it, he's not where he needs to be for playoff football? Because I don't think he looked shaky last night. I just think that they called the game plan that was going to work for him. I mean, he was all over the place running the ball. He didn't throw it too. Most of his completions came in that final 
I mean, at two the minutes half, or at after the half, he came back from the shitty pants. At the half, he what? He had less than he had like right around fifty or sixty yards passing, like eight yards passing, like a hundred yards rushing. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. shaky meaning he's not going to be able to drop back in the pocket and throw the rock. I mean, we know he can run around and move like that. That's not he gets space, he could take off. Eh. But I don't. <laughs> we've seen it. For, I don't know how many years now. That's not going to win you the title. It's right. Not. It's just not going to do it. So he looks shaky in the sense of he's not, he doesn't look like an MVP. How about that? So however you want to categorize that, he looks worse than he did and he should be looking better being it another year in the league, looking at defenses, reading through things. So the big story, he disappears into the locker room and all of a sudden Twitter starts rumbling that, the, the broadcast reports that he had cramps. People on Twitter are like, "Yeah, bro, nah, man. This dude went in there to take a shit." Like, yeah, I've seen that run. I see. I saw Buddy wave dude out the way at the door. Yeah, hey, bro, I gotta. Yeah. Hey, get out the way. <laughs> I got something I gotta take care of. And it wasn't that he didn't look injured. No, not at, at all. any point. Like, never looked injured, right? And I remember thinking when he was coming out, I'm like, man, if he's coming out after McSorley gets hurt, then what was he doing in the locker room in the first place? Yeah. So him taking the shit makes sense. And my first take Tuesday on the whole thing was he should have just owned it. If he did it or not, he could have just been like, bro. yo, man. Every, everybody poops. Everybody. Ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. Like, yeah, you, you get it, man. Like, there's sometimes he might. He probably he, he probably started feeling it, you know, in the third there, and was like, yeah, you know what? I can probably I can probably make it another another hour. Well, let me. And then you, you know what happens, man? Hey, it's like, oh wait, no, hold on. Wait, do you if think, I get tackled? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do, you think, do you think he had to take a shit for real, or it was cramps? I don't understand how you were cramped and you run through the tunnel. Yeah, that's that's the question. And when you're cramped, you run to the locker room. I mean, I know you want to get stretched out, whatever it might be, to take care of that. But you don't. I yeah. get, yeah, you want to move with a sense of urgency. But if you're cramped, you can't move through the tunnel like that. The way that he was moving was like he had somewhere to go. And there was never like he he wasn't ever getting treatment on the side. Yeah, they could have helped. Yeah, they would have team doctor would have talked to him on the side and been like, yeah, "Oh, you like, got cramped. All right, just, let's go. We'll walk you he, back there." He just kind of disappeared to the back. Yeah. No medical <laughs> professional would be like, "Yeah, oh yeah, go run back there if your leg or whatever's cramped up." No, he had to take a shit. Right. I don't know why he won't admit it either, man. It's all good. Like, look, man, you know you gotta go. Just, you gotta go. You just know? just own it, and it it would. Yo, you ended up winning the game. I think it's a whole different story if you you lose the game and people are talking shit and it ends up being, you know, the game that knocks you guys out of the playoff race. Yeah, but of course. It's almost like a legendary thing now. Like, Would yo, you I'm even like, give him shit, shit if that happened? Right. Man, look, man, we're all human beings, man. If, he, if the man really has to take a shit, he's out there on the football field, he's got to take a shit. I mean, you can't. It, we're gonna, we, I guess like that first take would be like, does Mar Jackson not have the heart of a champion? Because <laughs> he needed to shit and I'm going to get, you know what I mean? Like, come on. So, yeah, that's know. my first take. Own it. He should have owned it either way. Even if he didn't take a shit, it's good for the brand. It's good for the story. They won the game, and you keep it moving. Either way, they're going to be talking about that for a long, long time to come. Shout out, Lamar. Go, Ravens. I hope they make the playoffs. Yeah, you know I man. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. I don't uh, – yeah. I. Uh, let's give a shout-out to Baker real quick, too. Um, he's gotten a lot of shit this year. Yeah. Really a shout out to Stefanski. Um, yeah. Again, we every week we see coaches that look at their personnel and make decisions based on that. 
unlike what we have here in Chicago. I know I missed on Monday, whatever. I don't care anything about that victory. What a waste. <laughs> um, but, you know, you look at Stefanski, he comes in there and says, hey, look, man, this, this is how we're going to have to run it. But each week, he's given Baker a little bit more leash. And I'll tell you this, they lost last night is what it is. That was a great game. That's a tough team. Yeah, they, they got a good That's a good there. ball club. Yeah. That is a very good ball club. Yeah. Um, they're putting themselves in a position to maybe win that division. I guess no, you really can anymore. I guess you could only even it out with the Steelers, right? Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know well, how. The, I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Yeah, there. yeah. But either way, um, good football team, good coaching job, and shout out Baker for uh, for sticking through it. I'm kind of happy he didn't win, so we didn't have to hear him talk about it for fucking three weeks. But shout out Baker, man. Yeah, no, he's playing well, and he looked good, and. Uh, and they can tote that rock. It'll be it, man. <laughs> they got two studs. They can tote Yo, that rock all day. They can run that motherfucker all night. All, all day. You got two number one, one A backs. Like people forget Kareem Hunt before all that shit led the league in rushing, and it's still a young man. Yeah, that was a great pickup. I remember yeah. if you remember, we were talking about. I'm like, Yo, the Bears. Listen, I know it's going to be a bad look for a little bit. Wouldn't have happened. Couldn't do it. But. Now look at it. Like he he paid his dues. He, he he hey he served his time with the suspension. Lost a bunch of bread. They got him on a cheap deal, man. And we could have used him all year, big time. No doubt, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so shout out them. Um, shout out Lamar. Crazy game. Yeah. Yeah. First take Tuesday. Lamar, own it, baby. Do what you got to do. Shitty situation, but you know. Shitty Walt Jackson. <laughs> All right, my first, my first take Tuesday, and this isn't even a first take, and I don't even know how hot it is, but I give the Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Steve Nash, Brooklyn Nets relationship six months tops before Kyrie. Finds a way, and like six months is being generous. Like I, this shit could happen tomorrow, for all we know. Yeah. Before we, Kyrie finds a way to completely ruin it. I don't know if you've been paying attention, like the last week or so. Um, the Kyrie Irving media tour of not doing a media tour, but still kind of doing a media tour and saying <laughs> I'm not going to give interviews, but talking in front of cameras when I see them and hopping on live and talking about how I'm not going to get interviews and then referring to other human beings as pawns. Um, it's just taking a whole nother life form, man. This dude is such a clown, right? He is so, like, in his own head, man, has such an inflated view of himself and really who he is. Like, look, bro, we get it, man. Like, you are an awesome basketball player. You can do things with the ball that I and, and finish in ways that we haven't seen guards be able to finish before, right? NBA champion, hit one of the biggest shots in NBA history, in one of the biggest comebacks in NBA history. Like, you get all that. You'll always get all your flowers from me from that. But some of these comments, man, like some of the shit that this dude comes out and says and the way that he carries himself, right? Like, you and I always talk about it, man. Be you. Be yourself, man. You don't have to conform for anybody. But, man, like coming out and referring to media members as pawns and, like, I'm not going to talk to these people. He said he wasn't referring to the media when he said whatever. He and, just... I'm, and I'm going <laughs> to go play in Brooklyn, New York, but decide that I'm going to do a media boycott and it's all about basketball. Or I'm going to hop on Kevin Durant's, Durant's pod, talk shit about LeBron, and then the next day put out a statement like, we're all supposed to be brothers. Why are you always trying to put brother on brother? 
It's just like a never-ending string of nonsense from this guy. And I don't know how if I'm Kevin Durant, if I'm Steve Nash, or if I'm any of those dudes in that locker room, how long I'm going to be able to put up with that. Like, this dude is just such a clown. So, like, when they asked him yesterday about the pawn thing, he said, (laughs) it's unbelievable. And I wanted to make sure that was clear. No distractions. Nothing about dispelling anything. Nothing about going back and forth. Nor about calling out one person or another. Not even to refer to you guys as pawns. You know what I mean? Or media. It's just really how I felt about the mistreatment of certain artists when we get to a certain platform, when we make decisions within our lives to have full control and ownership. Who is stopping (laughs) Kyrie from making the decision in his life to have full control and ownership? I feel like he's another one of those dudes that who is it I used to talk about all the time last year that was creating demons that weren't there. I forget who it is, but I was like, yo, this dude is always referring to these people that are against him and they don't exist. That's who Kyrie is, man. He lights some shit on fire, right? And then when people say, hey, Kyrie, you lit some shit on fire, he gets mad at them for telling him that. You know what I mean? It's like you can't go out and say all this reckless shit, right, and then not expect people to cover it. I don't feel like Kyrie Irving has been an unfairly treated uh, basketball player throughout his career. He hasn't gotten the flack that KD has gotten. He hasn't had his jerseys burned. He hasn't had any of that shit. I almost feel like he wants that shit because he wants to be fit into that narrative of these athletes that are constantly hated. When in reality, bro, nobody's thinking about you like that. He wants to be a villain. He wants to be a villain. But the only time we talk about you is when you talk about yourself, right? You ask for attention, and then you get mad when people cover you. Like, you're just a clown, bro. So, like, if I'm in that locker room and, like, I'm watching that live the other day where he's dead-ass serious telling KD he wants to post up eight times a game. Like, are you serious? <laughs> hey, Glenn, Glenn and KD say, hey, we'll see. KD's like, bro, I don't know if it's a good look. And KD's trying to be cool, you know, right. like, I don't really know this. I guess now I'm really getting to know this dude and he's weird as fuck. But, like, yeah, I don't know if it's a great look within our offense to have our point guard post up eight times a day. And then Kyrie deadass goes, okay, well, how about seven? And it's just like, bro, I don't get it. <laughs> so, wait, let me ask you this on that on that token, because I agree. I think he does stir up a lot of stuff and say stuff when I don't think it's warranted or it's really – I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No one asked. I don't think it's a. It's even little things he makes into really big deals, and there's not a lot there. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Was that part of the reason to go get Steve Nash? Maybe he felt, and he, he, because maybe he's the. I don't. We don't, or I don't know who who was the the main (laughs) drive behind you know, Nash coming to town, but it definitely had a big part to do with Kyrie and KD, right? Yeah. Do you think he's trying to get Nash there because he feels like he'll have a little more leverage and can and can move how he wants to move and doesn't – it'll be less of an authoritarian figure than uh, I guess an older veteran coach would be. So, I mean, I think Kyrie will never be able to look at Steve Nash and be like, bro, you don't – know what you're what you're talking about as far as my job you haven't been through what i've been through because steve nash has 100 percent been through it so i think he's going to get some respect in that regard but dude i think like oh you muted yourself g there you go hello? You're back. yeah you're back can you hear me yeah i got you <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah. I can't hear you, but I don't feel like you can get through to him at all, right? Like, I think that he's kind of made up his mind about how he feels and how he thinks about a certain situation. So Steve Nash or no Steve Nash, I don't think you're necessarily going to get a situation where he's going to be like, oh, okay, because it's Steve Nash, I'm going to change how I'm thinking or I'm going to change my ways, right? I think Kyrie is set in his ways. I think he believes he is who he is. And I don't think you're going to be able to change that. It's going to be, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think yeah. like he's going to be like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm going to stop being an asshole because Steve Nash is here. Like, no, I really think that like, he's one of these dudes. He really believes this shit. I'm an no, artist. Like, yeah, you are like, an artist, man. Like, like, you are creating art as a basketball player. You know, I can't hear anything you're saying right now, so I'm going to disconnect and come back on. Right, yeah, I can't finish this on. thought. Right, but, um, like, yeah, you are an artist. Like, I get what he's trying to say, man. But, like, so much of this is self-inflicted is my issue with him, right? I think, again, he 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 does this shit, wonders why he gets covered negatively after he does it, and then says, I'm going to do a media boycott. It's not anyone stopping you from trying to live your life or do whatever it is that you want to do. It's you say shit about it, talk about it, and then say, hey, don't talk to me. What are you doing? I'm just trying to play ball and create. It's like, come on, man, get out of here with all that. I think one of the interesting things, while Big Nick the Quick hops off, I think one of the interesting things about what he's saying is that Kyrie easily could have did a a, a boycott by not announcing that he was going to do a boycott. He could have took the fine. He could have took the fine. Just didn't say anything and then kept it and played ball. I think it's like I'm going to create an issue by saying that I'm not going to talk to the media instead exactly. of just not talking to the media. Exactly. Just like how about you just don't talk to the media? Just don't talk to the media. And don't tell of, us about your quest to not talk to. That's what I'm <laughs> exactly. saying. Yeah. Right. You exactly. hit it right there. Like that's what I was trying to say. It's like you can if you don't want to talk to the media, that's fine. Right. I think it's a, I think it's a dumb move because you, you can't sit here and act like the media doesn't play a part in what you do. And that part of the reason that you have the money that comes into the league, who pays a lot of the money into the league? It's the media companies. It's the ESPNs. It's the ABCs. It's the TNT. So because of that, one of their expectations is, hey, we have access to stars. That's how the deal works. I don't like people who decide, who who go into the deal and then decide halfway through. I don't, I don't like how this works because you sure did use the media when you want to sell sneakers. You use the media when you want to sell your whack ass movie. You use the media to, 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 to put out your trade rumors and you want to get out of Cleveland. But now it's like, no, nah, I, I don't need these pawns. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll so I give, I give it six months, man. I don't think that partnership will last. KD's a super sensitive dude. Um, if he can't deal with Moody Draymond, he's not going to be able to deal with Moody uh, Kyrie because Kyrie will bring the whole shit down, I feel like. He has to let you know how he feels. Yeah, that is one thing. If he if can't just have feeling, a bad day, if he's feeling a certain way, he he's gonna let you know. Yeah, that's that, the type of guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the kind of guy that'll ha- like. Yeah, the energy will be really bad because bad. He, wa- he wants to make it known that he's not. It's not shit's not sitting right with him, or uh, it's not going how he wants it to go. Boston swapped him out for Kimba, who's a worse player than him. Right, I, I, at, at Kyrie's a better player than Kimba Walker. Right, more talented. They got exponentially better. It was like they 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 would have fucking started. Uh, Brad Wanamaker over Kyrie if they had to just to get that guy out of the building. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking of deals and commitments, you sign a deal, you're supposed to you're supposed to go through it. It says Big Nick the Quick. Giannis signs the Supermax <laughs> with Milwaukee. I think it's 228, 200, yeah, 228, full five-year, $228 million Supermax uh, with an opt-out after four to stay in Milwaukee for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Remember when twenty million was a lot? 
So it was a lot. It was a long time ago. Not even shit. We're, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be in the fifties. We're gonna be in the fifties here pretty soon. Let me see. What's two twenty eight divided by five? It's 45. Yeah, 40, 45 and a half. Forty five point six. It was crazy. I was watching that D Rose documentary the other day, and they're talking about like, D Rose signed his landmark five year, ninety eight million dollar extension. I'm like. Psh. Yeah, Damn, dog, you missed out on about 150 if you'd been born a couple <laughs> years later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But Giannis, Saz the Supermax. My let me give you my initial take when I read that tweet. I kind of just shrugged my shoulders, bro. Like, word. Yeah. That's good. Have, yeah. Like it's a two-year deal, is the way I see it. Yeah, and I mean for me too. People, or I guess if you're a Bucks fan, you're trying to angle it as we got him. He wants to be here. I see it more as fam's fam was fam had to sign for a, a quarter a billion, quarter a quarter billion. Yeah, like it, you, you just he just signed it. It seems like put it like this: it in in no way, shape, or form to me meant that. He's gonna finish his career in Milwaukee or anything yeah. like that. It was he had the option to sign the Supermax. He maybe he shopped around or did a couple things and didn't feel like he wanted to go anywhere else and leave that money on the table. So let's try to let, let's try to get one in Milwaukee. And if and if yo, I'm gonna tell you this right now off top. If he doesn't win the title next year or the year after that, he will, he's out of Milwaukee. A hundred percent, without question. A hundred percent. And that's why I said it's a two-year deal. And also, man, look at the landscape of the league right now. All of these dudes, with the exception of Kawhi Leonard, are signing these max extensions right now because they have no idea what the league's financial situation is going to look like going forward. With COVID, with a new CBA in a couple years, get your money right now before these owners start crying poor by not having people on the stands. If $250 million is on the table, sign it. Worry about it later. AD signed his shit. Paul George signed his shit. Bam is signing his shit. Um, Giannis signed his shit, man. I think you hit it right on the head. It's a, Paul signed his. Paul was going to sign his immediately. <laughs> Paul, because he's going to be back at $20 million with another bad year. But, like, yeah, all these dudes are going to sign it, man, because shit is up in the air. But I give it – it's two years. They got two years before they can start hearing grumblings about Giannis wanting to get out of there. The biggest thing that it does for them this year and right now is it kills all that talk heading into the season. It kills him having to answer those questions after every single game. It kills, you know, whatever. That whole vibe being there, that the whole, whole narrative. Yeah, that whole narrative being present um throughout the team the entire year. It kills all of that. So it was it was a win-win for both sides. But no, it's definitely not complete. It's the NBA is so unique that for it's I guess it, I should say it's very unique for a handful of dudes that you you sign for as much as literally possible and then you kind of keep your eyes peeled on what, what what could what could come next where right. where I could go next you're going to have options Giannis is always going to have an option on what what he can do and i think uh it's a big deal because i think this James Harden door is really open and i don't see why you keep you obviously keep Drew Holiday, my boy Jay Rue. Jay Rue. Because he just obviously just got to town. But everybody else, my man, 
especially if you can get James because he's not due. For, you'll you'll get two full years of James before you have to start talking about a new deal. I think he has a player option after the after these two full seasons. So if you could get guaranteed two years out of James, then everybody outside of Giannis and Drew Holiday should be should be available and should be ready well, to, to move. If Houston tells you they want Drew Holiday in the deal, I, I think you make that deal um, just to put Giannis with a player like uh, James. Right, we talked about this last week. He needs a closer, right? I think if you want to maximize Giannis, just like Anthony Davis need to have that other guy, I think it's just hard for bigs. And Giannis is a big. Like let's not let's not sugarcoat it, right? Um, it's hard for bigs to kind of carry that, like like to be closers like that. Um, so putting him with a guy like James, who's going to take those shots, who's going to carry the offense, who's going to be that second guy, um, and they're not really going to get in the way of each other, will be the perfect type of player to play with Giannis. Like people talking like the Ben Simmons thing, um, like that wouldn't work. You know, there's only I think you got to put him with that type of player, and James is the perfect type of guy for him. And yeah, we've seen it, man. Signing these deals doesn't mean anything. Like it doesn't mean anything. All you know what it means that over the next five years, Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to make two hundred twenty-eight million dollars playing basketball. Yeah, that, that's, that's it, and that's locked in. That's it. His family's straight. However you want to do it. It, deferred, it also means it probably means that Giannis is going to get a deal too. Um, you know, one of his brothers is probably going to piggyback off this deal because Milwaukee's got to show love. It means <laughs> that the Lakers are probably going to have to cut the brother that they had on the roster because uh, yeah. they were paying him just to make sure that Giannis might come over in a couple of years. <laughs> but he probably knows, like, as soon as Giannis signed his deal, his deal's over with. He's like, damn, I'm out the league now. This sucks. Um, so, yeah, shout out him, man. But I don't, I don't think – if you're Milwaukee, you can't sit back and do nothing. I think you got to get ultra aggressive. You got to get rid of that Middleton deal. That shit is in two years. That Middleton deal is going to be the biggest fucking hindrance to anything that you want to do. <clears throat> yeah, that's a tough deal. That's a tough deal. Unless, I mean, listen, it's not completely. I guess out of, I mean, we. I think we know who Middleton is. But if they could get some help, and he can get even more open looks, he's shown that he could not. He could knock shots down if he. He doesn't on. suck. No, he's yeah. good. He's but a good player. He's not a number two option. That's he's what, not that's, a number two. That's what we're getting at. He's a really good number three. Like if you had him as your number three guy and your and your top two guys were Giannis and James Harden, you'd be fine. If you told me they had Giannis, James Harden, and Chris Middleton, I'm like that's going to be problematic. Yes, because what what Harden lacks defensively, Middleton will make up for that. Um, and Giannis is obviously all world. So yeah. I don't know if you saw this clip. This is Jay, uh, Drew Holiday, Jay Rue, uh, and Giannis in practice. Bro, that boy... That boy drew locks up in your chest, yeah. Like he's he's right there. He had him on clamps. Obviously, he's too big and can just and Giannis can just shoot over Drew. But that's a great pickup for them, and I'm excited to see, you know, what comes of that. Picnic the quick dropped off. I don't know what's going on over there in in uh, on the north side of town, but that'll be uh, an interesting an interesting squad, and I think. The James Harden kind of got the 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 
the league by the balls, right? Kind of like Ka- Kawhi did when he like when he was just remember when Kawhi just disappeared. Yeah, and, and no one knew where he was. No one, no one knew, knew why he, was. he wasn't coming back to San Antonio. Yeah, and, and like where he was gonna go. But obviously, he was working on the PG deal. It's kind of like the same thing with James. This uh, this whole thing with James is gonna be really interesting. I think. Uh, I don't think he gets traded this year. I was just gonna say, do you think is is it possible that he gets traded closer to the break or in the I, middle I, of the season? I think that they're really banking on bringing. He's gonna. He's playing tonight, obviously. Um, I think. Man, we know these dudes love to hoop, right? And it's different once you start hooping. And I think they're banking on that happening. Hey, man, we get James in uniform. We get James playing some games. Let's hope that we can come out hot. You know what I'm saying? Maybe start 5-1, and 5-2, and two, something like that, and convince them that, hey, playing with John Wall, playing with Boogie Cousins, playing with uh, who's the guy, Christian Wood, the other guys they've gotten, it's not going to be that bad, man. We have a plan. We're not rebuilding on this team, not at all. You know, we're trying to win. I think that once you get him in the gym hooping and he's doing that thing that he loves again, I think that they're banking on being able to convince him and kind of quiet things down. One of the dudes not in the – you know, man, when these dudes aren't in the gym, man, the mind starts wandering. He's not hooping. He's not around yeah. his teammates. He's not in the mix like that. He starts saying, you know what, man, I see guys going over there, KD, Kyrie. I want to go play with those guys. But you get him in there, man. He gets some time with the head coach. And I think if you're Houston, like your number one thing is like, all right, we get him on the floor – and we make it comfortable, right? Like we, what we, we show him what say? we're trying to do. What do we always say, bro? They get him in, they get him on the floor, and the Houston Rockets start winning games. It's never hear from him again. Shit'll start to quiet down. A hundred percent. You come out there and start losing games, and shit looks all discombobulated, and the and the new coach Silas uh yeah. is looking sus. Then it, then we got a different story, right? Right. But you come out there, and like you said, when the ball, uh, I heard uh Shams or uh, Woj said on ESPN, he was like, listen, there's one thing about James is when the ball goes up, he plays. Yeah. He doesn't sit out games. He plays tons and tons of minutes. And I was like, yeah. He never misses point. games. Yeah. He yeah. likes to hoop. He likes to hoop. He loves to hoop, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what you got to remember on these guys. Like, look, you can say how you want to. If it comes down to it, he's not going to miss games. He wants to hoop, man. You look like a clown sitting out for no reason, right? So, like, he's not going to do that, man. He wants to hoop. They're going to get him in the building, get him in the facility, get him around Silas. You know, maybe they can connect and just kind of go from there, man. But, like, yeah, I, I think, shit, John Wall in two preseason games looks good to me. Right? Yeah. Boogie Cousins looks healthy to me. If those guys stay healthy, if those guys are healthy, and, and that's and the biggest. also playing the Bulls, but. Yeah. If, yeah. if those guys are healthy, and I know those are two of the biggest ifs in the NBA, but if they're healthy, that's a decent little squad. It's not a bad squad. Yeah. Like it's a playoff team for sure, obviously, with those three guys. So I don't mind it, man. I don't know. I don't he's not gonna get to the places that he wants to get to. Like all those teams have already said we're not making these deals. So what are you gonna do at this point, man? Revisit in the offseason. Uh something I don't know. I don't know if he uh if he really I don't know if he if, if like a, a lot of questions are gonna need to be answered. For for him to be there the whole year and everything be Gucci, you know what I'm saying? We've uh, seen stranger things happen. Yes, we have, but it, yeah, I mean, I think I just don't think they're they're put it this way, they're in no rush to trade him. They are not motivated. Yeah. yeah. They're not motivated. All right, let me ask you this. Odds to win MVP, led by Luka Doncic. Um 
I was talking. Uh, wait, what? 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 What's the, what's the chuckle for? Well, it's just fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just they let, let Giannis is two time back to back MVP, and he's not the not he, the leader. He's right behind him. So yeah. we got Luca. Luca at plus four hundred. Then we got Giannis at plus four fifty. Steph Curry plus seven fifty. Anthony Davis plus eight hundred. LeBron eight fifty. Then it goes Kawhi, Durant, Harden, Dame Lillard. Out of that list, who do you think has the best value? So we got Luka Doncic plus 400. And then from there, it's Giannis 450, Steph 750, Anthony Davis 800, LeBron 850, Kawhi 1400, Durant 1500. What was LeBron? So that middle of the pack is Steph Curry at plus 750, Anthony Davis plus 800, LeBron plus 850. Man, see, like, here's the thing, bro. Like, Luca's going to play. Kawhi, forget about it. He won't play anywhere near enough games. Yeah. Braun, we're not seeing until the year 2021. Um, I don't believe that. No, he's playing. He's playing tonight. Yeah. I think, yeah, I I, I was – you'll see. He's going to load manage this year, though, I feel like. Yeah. Um, And he should. Um, The Giannis at plus 450 if you're not going with Luka. The the media narrative on Luka for MVP – like strap in because that I is could, all you will hear. I can never every single day. Do you know what type of year Giannis would have to have for them to give him three in a row? Like, I guess it's very possible. But he keeps getting fucking better. I guess it's possible, but three MVPs in a row. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, I don't know. I I, 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 <laughs> I think Luca wins the award, dude. If Luca, if Luca puts up. 39 and 8 again. Luca could put up the same numbers this year. The momentum on him is going to be so hard to win the they want to give Luca the MVP trophy. Yeah. Just like they wanted to give Giannis the MVP trophy 2 years ago. Once they start deciding that you're the story that's going to win the MVP, that's where it's going. James could have averaged 50 points a game last year or 2 years ago. There was no chance he was going to win MVP. I thought it was interesting that Steph is that, I don't know where they got that from. That Yeah, that one's crazy. I guess he's going to score a ton for them. but He's going to score a ton. And, I mean, I, I I haven't forgot what Steph is when he when he's out there. Oh, of course. Um, He's also going to get so much attention with Clay out. They uh, they did actually a really good breakdown on the jump this, this afternoon. I was watching when, you know, Clay on the ball – or Clay on the floor versus Clay off the floor. And – how much more movement they get and how much more that movement helps Steph. So why is that? Just cause well, it's just the, well, because the defense can't key on Steph. Key on there's, Steph. So much, there's so much more movement happening that yeah. you're worried about back doors and cuts, but they were showing when it was like just Steph and D'Angelo Russell and those guys out there. This is, this is a couple of years back with, with the clips, but everyone was kind of just Steph brought the ball. And as soon as he crashed, Soon as he, soon as he passed half, there's four people looking at him. Right, like, all right, this is the guy you got to stop. So, well, it'll be interesting to see a full, healthy season of Steph without Clay. Yeah, Steph definitely. Is, Steph is healthy; he's ready to go. And uh, now his, his his boy is out, so we'll see how that goes. But I I thought it was interesting to see him uh, in front of LeBron and Anthony Davis. I, I don't really see any value on that board. The value that I said was uh man, what were we talking about the other day? Um, for most improved fuck, what were we talking? Literally, uh, we, were, uh, we were talking about the best uh, bet I had. Why am I tripping on this what did right you now? Say most improved. I think it was for most improved, and I was like, this is this is the lock. 
Uh, I don't pull it up. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. But either way, I think part of me wants to believe that LeBron is going to try to win MVP. I think he's kind of sick of all these dudes winning MVP, honestly. I think he's going to throw his hat in there and be like, uh, it, was I, yo, it was LaMelo Rookie of the Year. LaMelo that's, Rookie that's, of the year. That's, That was my, yeah, I think it was plus 700 the other day. Um, that's the lock for me. That's my That's my bet. He seems to belong. So far, uh, anyway. Yeah, and the and the argument that I made for it was number one, he's not going to adjust to getting used to a pro as to being a pro because he's been on his own for a while. Yeah, which that's a big thing. Like Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, those guys have they you know they're nineteen years old. Yeah. Um, and he's got an NBA skill. Obviously, he can move the ball, and I think he's going to get the opportunity. My bad, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, yeah, me to figure out what we we're talking. I about. think the opportunity is key. Yeah. Kind of like when we were talking about John Morant last year and uh, Zion Williamson, we were like, yo, if Zion gets the, the minutes and is healthy, then he's going to win Rookie of the Year. 100%. And I, and I think he would have won Rookie of the Year if he got those minutes. John Morant played. John Morant had the opportunity to literally – they gave him the keys to the franchise year one, ran mm-hmm. everything through him, go do your thing, the go through your thing, John, and he delivered one Rookie of the Year. Almost made the playoffs. Yeah, so I think that is big to get the uh, – to get the opportunity like you're yeah, he's gonna need the opportunity if you're charlotte and let's say charlotte's shitty by game 15 you're gonna be like all right like hey Devonte graham thanks but the future is Lamelo ball let's just unlock oh, it i think they'll both be on the floor well, they'll both be on the floor yeah i think, I think let's say with Lamelo, he can play yeah he's a true passer so he i mean yeah you can put him out there with a lot of different guys yeah but to get back to what uh to get back to what i was saying about lebron i really think he said it in the in that presser last year he's like Man, I don't, I don't understand how this MVP voting works anymore. Like, wh- wh- how does this work? Like, wh- wh- how do you get a vote? Because I don't know how I'm not getting any. It's essentially what he was saying. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he went in there like, man, I'm about to play 68 of these bitches, and I'm going to win MVP, and we're going to be a problem. You know what I'm saying? So I could see LeBron doing that. I would actually like him to to kind of get in there and do that. Obviously, he's going to try to preserve himself and and be it's going it's it's always championship first with LeBron, but it would be interesting to see him just go full go on one of his last handful of seasons. The only reason I could see him not doing that is that LeBron is so focused on the end game that he's not going to sor- sacrifice gonna the long term for the short term. And while like right. it'd be he might want another MVP and he might be like, "Yo, I should be getting this." It's like he should have got defensive player of the year and things. My bad. I don't think he's ever going to go crazy trying to get it because he understands at the end of the day, championships are what he's counting right now. And that's yeah. what's going to cement his legacy. So, I mean, I think he's trying to win as many championships yeah. as possible. And I think and, they have enough. You know, they have if enough. If an MVP trophy comes along with that, great. But I don't. Have, I don't think he's going to go crazy out there trying to play all seventy-two games and thirty-eight minutes a night trying to get an MVP trophy because ultimately it's not what the Lakers need. I also think they have enough talent to where he can come out there and kind of do do what LeBron does, dish the rock all night every night. I could see this. I could see this being a year for LeBron where he's averaging more than ten, more than ten dimes a, a game type of thing. It kind of LeBron is so like last like, year. Yeah. yeah, he could just do whatever he wants. That's what I'm saying. He decides what type <laughs> of game he wants to right. play. So we don't really know. Like last year, he said yeah. he just decided to lead the league in assists. 
Right. Right. So, I mean, like, yeah, I think that's a good point. We don't really know. Only he knows what this year will look like. Because <laughs> right. we could also see him being like, yo, I want to get AD buckets. Like, my main goal is to get AD buckets. Right. I know that our team goes as far as he goes. So I might still LeBron's going to get his 25, 26, 27, regardless, just by being there. But he might be more focused on that 11, 12 assists and kind of where that goes. Yo, Cody's just asked an interesting question. He says, do you think Ja gets a chip before Zion? Yes. You think so? Yeah. Listen, man, I love Zion and I really want it to work out. Yeah. I I don't want to still hear about a dude in year two in month 18 of being a professional and are we talking about what kind of shape he's going to be in you think you think jaw's a little more focused i think jaw's a little more focused um and i think they truthfully have a better team around them i I like what they're doing with that situation over there in memphis um new orleans got a ton of assets but i don't think this team that they have right now is the team that they're going to have going forward does that make sense like i think you can pencil in zion obviously probably Brandon Ingram. But outside of that, I think there's a ton of moves to be made with this team to kind of figure out what type of guy they want to get around him. If I'm them, I'm just going to throw this out there. If I'm then I'm calling Houston about the James Harden situation. Who, Memphis? Uh, no, oh, Memphis, New any, Memphis or New Orleans. New Orleans has the assets. They say, hey, look, if they want to take a big swing with all those draft picks and all those young guys that they have, he's under contract. Bring his ass down to New Orleans. Now, he might like it too much. <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying but good spot to be he can't like it anymore. he can't like it anymore than he likes houston so oh well, yeah but houston's not nah shit to spread new orleans i mean they're both great yeah they're both great but I after like the, new orleans a lot though yeah but if he gets out of a game in new orleans at like nine o'clock that's like morning over there where we at this afternoon <laughs> James, it's three o'clock in the morning. Like he's yeah, no, James is gonna be nah, shitty out there, yeah. kicking it with little baby and everybody. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, but I, I just I don't. Yeah, that's why I think I think that's a great question. But yeah, I think Ja gets the chip before Zion. I like Zion, man. I just don't like the the fucking. We're still talking about a guy who can't get in shape. Yeah, and it's uh, Ja has currently Ja has a lot more to his game than Zion. So yeah. it, it lends to more situations. I think it's a good question. I mean, we'll see. I know we'll be tuned in. I know they're gonna they're gonna be playing for a long time. So yeah. we'll see. <sighs> James Harden got the got the got the whole league on watch on notice. All right, let's move over to the NFL. <sighs> Who, who's for real? Who's for real in the NFL? The real contenders because. I'm seeing an 11 and 0, or at one point an 11 and 0 Steelers team. That is, dog. They are very regular looking. All of a sudden, I don't know what's up with all their wide receivers dropping a rock. That's a whole another question. I've never seen anything like that. Same guys we were praising three weeks ago. Yeah, they (laughs) drop a lot of passes. Yeah. Roethlisberger is getting rid of the ball quick, but they can't push it downfield. Not at all. And this is not, and this is interesting too because it's not one of those situations that they don't have the talent to push it downfield. They have wideouts that can push it downfield, but I don't know if it's the play calling or if it's Ben or whatever they're trying to do. But they can't get it downfield. Their offense is their offense is very suspect, and I think it's been under the radar suspect for a little while. But that offense is very suspect. 
And, and then their defense just has injury on top of injury on top of injury on top of injury. I mean, the, the, the Bud Dupree injury, that's freaking huge for them, man. You can't keep losing these pass rushers, right? So, yeah. I mean, like that that type of stuff, they obviously felt that. And now you're running a bunch of backups in there. The one thing I will say with them, though, man, like their season has been so crazy. Yeah. That like if you would have asked me, like, yo, are we going to put money on them going 16-0? Like, absolutely not. They've had buys canceled. They've had games moved to fucking Wednesday. I mean, they have had so much shit happen um, that – yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I didn't see them. The last, the fact that they lost the last two games doesn't surprise me. Like, right. eventually, like, there's only so much that you can do, and only so much that you can go through in a year before you're just fucking beat. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. They have not had a buy yet at all, right? Uh, like they they have, had, they had, uh, I think they did have a buy, but it, it was like a game got moved. Or so rescheduled, they're, so, so they're still prepping for the game. Yeah, it was. It's not a true buy. They didn't have a true buy. They yeah. haven't been out the building for a few days, right? Like they right. haven't had that situation happen yet. So right. I just think that they've had a crazy season. Um, I'm still not going to count out Tomlin as a coach going forward for the, that team in the playoffs. You know, I'm not going to count out Roethlisberger. I still think that's a dangerous team, and I still think you don't want to see them in the playoffs. But yeah, we've definitely um, seen some of the issues with them. The, the wide receiver thing is huge. Because that's their bread and butter. Yeah. It's, it's not running the ball anymore. They don't do that that well. Um, yo, uh, yo speaking really quick, I think w- speaking of running the ball, they they literally run zero shot or zero play action for whatever reason. Yeah, I heard that on the bro- – were they talking about on the broadcast that yeah, they don't do I, play action at all? They, they refuse to do it because they I, want to protect Roethlisberger. I was talking about that the other day. Like, yeah, he's he gets the ball out quick, but when they're throwing, it's there, there's not a lot of deception in their shit. Yeah, it's like he'll come out empty five wide, and there everybody's running four or five yard routes. Right? It's a it's an interesting offense. He's getting the ball out super quick, but they're not pushing it upfield and downfield at all. And they're dropping a ton of balls. So, well, yeah, if you looked at that game the other day, the DB started sitting on all those throws, right? So, I mean, eventually, if you're not if you're not a threat to take it over the top at all, it was the yeah. same thing with New Orleans with the, with the Saints with Drew Brees last year, right? Remember, at a certain point, he just couldn't throw the ball anymore, and it's like, yo. We're just going to sit on all these routes, wait our turn. Eventually, we're going to get one. Um, yeah. And Roethlisberger is obviously a lot more careless with the ball than um, Breeze has ever been. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. But, again, I can't – again, I cannot discount what they've gone through and the fact that those boys just might be tired. I could see them legit taking the next – not taking them off, but getting shit together these next couple weeks and then getting to the playoffs and all yeah. the – they 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 show up and they're like oh shit this team this team was eleven and zero and he might want to just get into the playoffs healthy too I mean they are losing guys left and right right so I, I just feel like yeah man I mean they've had weeks they can't practice like all types of crazy shit with that squad has been going on so I mean I think here's the thing here's how you know they're a well coached and well prepared squad squad I think a lot of teams would have folded with what. Just all the shit that just the Steelers the have had to deal with. Yeah, just the amount of things. They've had COVID. James Conner has COVID every other week. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me give you – let me let me give you a – we're going to play a little game. We're going to – I'm going to give you a, a bundle of three teams. You're going to pick two of the three that you, that you, that you like the most, and then we're going to pair down the two to one. So I'm going to give you these three teams in the AFC, and then you'll tell me why you're getting rid of one. So I get to write one off. You get to write one off. Exactly. In the AFC, I'm going to bundle. Is this to win the Super Bowl? 
Is that what we're asking? No, 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 no. This is no. We we can get to that another time. But we're okay. just gonna just who 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 you would take out of these teams. I'm gonna the first bundle of three I'm gonna give you is the Indianapolis Colts, the Tennessee Titans, ooh, and the Cleveland Browns. All the shaky quarterbacks. I'll give you those three. I was actually <laughs> I was actually gonna give you the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Um. But well, yeah, I'm gonna give you those three. Out of the Colts, Texans, and Browns. Texans, Titans. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Titans, Colts, and Browns. Eliminate one and tell me why. Out of the AFC. I guess who has a better chance of coming out of the AFC out of those three? Colts. I'll Are eliminate you? I'll eliminate the Colts. Why? Don't trust Phillip Rivers. That defense has proved it can be suspect at times. And uh, they're just the least favorite of those three teams for me. I don't really know what they are offensively. Yeah. I know that they, they can play really good defense. But, again, that defense has been exposed. You and I talk about all the time. Their defense has been exposed. Yeah. They're tough, though. And I, I just – Phillip Rivers – I just know that the Phillip Rivers uh, fucking defecation game is on its way. He's, he's going to have his, his three-pick debacle. Yeah, he. I don't trust him. I've seen enough, man. We've been we, yeah. twenty years. We've been watching this movie, especially in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, like this is no thanks. Philip Rivers, no thank you. I'll pass. Hard pass. Yeah. Okay. So then, out of Tennessee, Derrick Henry running wild, and Cleveland, who you saw last night, who would you take out of those two? Tennessee playoff tested Derrick Henry. That's it. Play action, stupid. AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah they have a solid team. Their defense sucks ass. I like. I love Vrabel. Like, give me yeah. Mike Vrabel as my head coach, offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinator. We we can go to war. Um, <laughs> it factor. It factor for sure. Um, and I just yeah. I mean, they they talk about having identity. They they know what the hell they want to do every single week, and you cannot stop it. All three of those teams, nine and four currently. Give give it to Deuce Deuce and let him do his thing. So the Titans, so so essentially you're saying the Titans are the, well, the, the third best team in the AFC behind Pittsburgh and Buffalo, or are they, are they, are and the Chiefs? Well, the Chiefs, they're, they're not, they're certainly behind the Chiefs. Yeah. So then what? You got them as the third best. You got them behind the Chiefs and Buffalo? Um, no, I, I like the Steelers more than I like. Hey, because mind you. I like the Steelers more than I like the Titans. You know what though? I don't know, man. It's yeah. I mean, no. I, <laughs> it's tough, right? When you put it that way, like I don't, my mind can't wrap the way it, itself around Titans as third best team in the AFC. Like it just doesn't sound right. Yeah. But when you look at it, man, last year they had, they almost made it to the fucking Super Bowl last year. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and they're gonna do the same thing. You know what they're gonna do? We talk about it all the time. Teams that know who they are and what they want to accomplish. It's that much easier. Mike Vrabel knows going into the game what he wants to accomplish. And they're welcome. We want to stay yeah. in the game for a couple quarters. And by the second half, teams can't handle Derrick Henry. By the second half, if, we, if we're not getting blown out and we're not forced to put the ball in Tannehill's hands like that, right? If we're in a lead going to the second half or we're in a close ball game, Derrick Henry's going to wear you out. That dude gets better in the second half. And the defenses get sick and tired of tackling them. You know what's interesting about what you're saying is that I, 
the Cleveland Browns pop into my mind that they could do everything that you're saying with Chubb and Hunt by just yeah. wearing you down, running the football. For sure. Literally, yes, last night, Kareem Hunt was doing absolutely nothing, and then all of a sudden, he ended the game with, like, two touchdowns and, like, 180 total yards. That's all it takes. And, is he, and he wasn't doing anything to like, the, yeah. the second half of the game. Like, last – Yeah, you can stop those guys when your legs are fresh for minutes. the first – for 20 minutes, right? But the second half, dude, I mean, how many – how Derrick Henry's inflicted punishment. He's running downhill. He's fucking huge. You know, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are both big guys. Like, those guys are running with power. Like, we love passing, man. We love throwing the ball and all that. But listen, man, nobody wants to deal with a team that can run it down your throat. Because, let's face it, defenses aren't built for that anymore in the NFL. Right? Unless you're like the Saints, defenses aren't built to dominate against the run. Right? You're really looking to to, to stop the spread and all the crazy passing that's going on. But there's no there's no cure for the running game. Yeah, with those, these punishing running backs. Yeah, a little just under one hundred and ten total yards for Kareem Hunt, uh, two touchdowns, and Nick Chubb had two touchdowns as well. So yeah, yeah. I mean Derrick Henry had twenty six carries for two hundred and fifteen yards last week. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like, what do you want to yeah. do, man? He's got fifteen hundred yards on the year. We still got four games to go. So I mean, it's just like they know what they want to do, man. We're gonna and, and he gets better throughout the season. That's why when it came to the playoffs last year, he rushed for 700 yards, man. You have to feed your running back. You keep feeding those backs throughout the year. The more carries that they get, they're, they're just going off uh, momentum at that point, man. And people don't want to tackle that, man. If it's 14-14 at halftime, you don't want to play the Tennessee Titans because they're toting that thing. Okay, let me ask you this. Before we move over to the NFC, we, we talked about the Steelers. We know We know what we think about the Chiefs, right? Oh, oh, let me let me angle it this way. Can Buffalo keep up with the Chiefs? No. So this is my this How is my. How do you feel about Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. So this is where I'm at with Buffalo, man. Like again, we we all year, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen gets better every single week. At the same time, man, we know that when it comes to the playoffs, how many quarterbacks really walk into their first playoff run and have a ton of success, right? Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, we're talking about the league NFL MVP. His last two playoffs, he's been beyond subpar, right? And this is a guy who was the MVP of the league last year, Lamar Jackson. Um, So I think that, like, if you look at the leaps that Josh Allen has made, he has made quantum leaps, right? From where he was, from when he was drafted, the guy could not complete a pass to a D3 receiver. And now he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. To then say, hey, man, we need you to make that next leap again this year to becoming a playoff winning quarterback. I just think that's can he do it? Yes, absolutely. Right. But you're talking about leaps and strides and progress (laughs) where he was at the beginning of the year to now that would be putting so much. And we just haven't seen it before. You saying like it's 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 just too much of an ask it's to just, be like it's a lot. Yo, you got to go down to Arrowhead and go get a go yeah. get a win on the road. Exactly, like, man. And like, and, and he could go there and lose fifty to nothing. I wouldn't hold against him because again, he has made so many leaps that I wouldn't doubt that next year he'd come back stronger. But I just think as a young quarterback like that who's never been in the playoffs and is having his first taste of success in a young team, young head coach, um, you're just asking for a lot. And that's where these guys like Tomlin and Roethlisberger, and Reed, and Mahomes, that's where they get their money in the playoffs, exposing teams that have never been there before. Brady and Belichick did it for years. You don't yeah. have to have the best team. 
you don't have to have the hottest team. You need to know what the fuck you're doing. And Josh Allen has never been in that environment. Even Which, and and they've done that. And Belichick and those guys used to do that to teams that weren't rookies. Yeah, Peyton Manning. Do you remember Peyton Manning? Do you remember Phillip Rivers? All those guys. The you remember the, the Chargers were they, like that was the year they were going to do it. They were yeah. like twelve and four. They were great. They were dude. They went and got smoked in New England. Yeah. They got they got murdered. 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 So, yeah. yeah. When you're not ready for that, so I mean, yeah. Again, you're asking. Andy Reid is beyond playoff tested, right? Mike Tomlin. You start looking at those coaches in the AFC that are going to be going to the playoffs. You're talking about some boys who know what they're doing. Even the Titans last year won a few ball games. I just think that's a huge ask uh, for the Bills. But I, I do think that you know I, I, I fucking love Josh Allen. Hey, I'm, I'm a, there. Hey, hey, I'll say this. They go down 24 to 7 against Buffalo. The Chiefs. It's quiet. Oh yeah. Cause they they seem they can they can keep the pressure on unlike a team like the, the, the Texans. I'll say this before we move over to the NFC about the Chiefs. The Chiefs seem to be toying with people and not really taking motherfuckers seriously. Yeah, I think iota. they're on cruise control. Yeah, I think they kind of show up and then when a team Puts a little pressure on him, like, oh, fuck. All right. Go ahead and win now. We got to go turn it up now. Yeah. Here we go. Like, the other night, they were they were losing to Miami, and then all of a sudden, it was th- it was like 31 to 10. Yeah, it's like, okay. And, it's, and, and look, this is the funny part about the game last week. They come out super lackadaisical. They go down 10-0, I believe. Then they run off like 30 straight, and then they get lackadaisical again, and they end up winning the game by like five points or something, yeah. four points. Yeah. It's like, they kind of, to me... They seem like they're like we've been here before regular season. Let's get through this. Let's we'll we'll mess around with y'all for a little bit, and they're just waiting to get to the playoffs. But 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 making sure they have you know home court. Yeah, of course. And, and, and games are coming in Kansas City. And I usually hate on off switch teams like that, like that just turn it on, turn it off. Because like you know, eventually like that's just not gonna work. But for them, it's just different, man. They have the ability to score points whenever they want to, man. If they if, if shit's not going right. Just send the cheetah on the loose, and you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a touchdown. And uh, it's it's there, <laughs> and, and they're actually really really gross when you, it's like four down territory. Like yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna give these guys four downs now. Like yep. you know you're going for it on fourth. It's like man, that they're they're tough to beat when they only get three downs to get ten yards. Now you're gonna give them four. It's yeah. So you're asking Josh really Allen to go in there and do that, and like hey, shout out Cody said the defense is Casey is shaky, always has been, but they've won a Super Bowl with that shaky defense. Right. And your defense doesn't matter when you're putting up 50 points. Um, but I'll say this, man, and the last thing on Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen will win a Super Bowl in the NFL. Wow. People in Buffalo rejoicing. It might not be in Buffalo, but he's gonna win it. No, <laughs> he will win a Super Bowl, man. Like I think that dude. That, we're gonna look at like two. If he continues this trajectory in two years, you're gonna be this guy's fucking yeah. unstoppable. It's gonna be one of he's those. He's really good, man. It's gonna be one of those things where it's like, yo, man, you gotta get through Pat. And the red zone thing is real too. Yeah, for sure, you gotta get through Pat. If you can always. get through Pat, then yeah, you might get one. It's kind of like Brady and Manning. Like, yeah, I, I guess true. I'll yeah. give you one. Folks you had to go one. through. Yeah, yeah, Brady gave Manning. Yeah, Manning won, and Manning stole another one on the way out. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Roethlisberger shows up. He's like, fuck, man. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, exactly. All right, but let's move over to NFC real quick. I'm going to give you the same situation. I'm going to I'm gonna bundle up three, and then you're going to give me, I guess, your favorite and why. You're going to eliminate one, and then we'll eliminate <laughs> another one. What happened? Yo, shout out Level Up 7, uh, our guy. He, this guy's going to give me shit. 
all year about that. Bro, I have been pro channeling <laughs> all year. Where have you been, man? Where yeah. have you been? I have I have been singing Josh Allen's praise. I thought he sucked when they drafted him, but I've been singing his praise all year, man. We got Yo, shout out Level Up. He said, damn, <laughs> he said, damn, Nick, you really changed your heart on Allen. Yeah. It's, he said it's hope for Trubisky then. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure he played ball at Wyoming, as is what he told me. So he's a Wy- level up seven as a Wyoming guy. So that's funny. Shout, shout out. out. Yeah, shout out level up, man. I appreciate you watching, my boy. Um, okay, here are the here are the NFC squads I wanna I wanna bundle up. I'm gonna give you the Green Bay Packers 10 and 3, New Orleans Saints 10 and 3, and the Los Angeles Rams 9 and 4. Out of those three, eliminate one off top. Is is does Drew Brees play football again in 2021 or 2020? This is you know the situation of their team. You gotta what you mean? Oh man, he, 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 he's coming back, but when? we don't know when. And their quarterback is a running back currently. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and they just lost to the Eagles. And they just lost to the Eagles. Listen to the Eagles for me. I don't give a fuck who's that quarterback. Oh, man. But listen, I'm going to cross off the Saints. Wow. Now, the defense is so good. I can't. All right, so who's the Saints, Packers, and Rams? Saints, Packers, Rams. I got to cross off the Rams, and I don't. I, I really don't feel good about it. Yeah. Only because of Jared Goff. And I think the Jared Goff criticism has gotten so hard that like now we don't even recognize the good things about Jared Goff. <laughs> like we we we've shat on him so hard that like look, Jared Goff is fine. Like you can get to the Super Bowl clearly with Jared Goff as your quarterback. But um, yeah, I don't think that that team has as much talent on offense as yeah. It just they're just the worst of the three teams. That's all I can really say. Yeah, I I'll say this about kind of the the Rams and Saints since that's who you were leaning on on knocking off. I think you you line up the Saints and the Rams, both of their defenses are stellar. And then when it gets to the playoffs, Drew Brees should be back. And I just trust Peyton. I trust Peyton and Brees versus uh McVeigh and Goff. So that's, that's what it comes down what, to. That's what I got yeah, no, no, pa- to no pain Sean Payton. I definitely trust him in the playoffs, man. Yeah, it's uh it's tough. It's interesting with the two wild cards, especially in the NFC, because then you got the second tier, like Arizona, Seattle, Tampa Bay, Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, literally, I don't the I don't trust the Buccaneers a little bit. Take everything I said about Josh Allen and multiply it by four for the Cardinals as far as inexperience and their in Atlanta Agwin. I don't trust them at all in the playoffs. Right. And you and you already made it clear how you feel about Arians. Yeah, Bruce. I've so I've been saying what I've I've been saying it all year. They said Leftwich and Arian sus over there. I've been telling y'all suspect. That boy is suspect, and him and Tom Brady do not see eye to eye. No shot. Him and Tom Brady see eye to eye. And I'm just like you. Just, you haven't really heard about it, but they don't see eye to eye. You can tell. Um, and the Packers. I think the Packers division that they play in is so bad. That they can just coast, man. Yeah. That, that you you don't want to play twelve for a couple games at the end of the year. Fine. I don't think that's going to happen. But they have some options, and I think Aaron Rodgers is playing at such a level right now. I don't want to hear. I don't care about the defense. I don't care about the rest of the team. Aaron Rodgers is playing at such a high level and is so locked in and is so ready for this and is tested and is going to be able to maintain this. In my opinion, he doesn't have bad games. Um, that I want no part of the Green Bay Packers. Absolutely 
zero part of the Green Bay Packers. And that's crazy because the rest of their team is pretty sus. But yeah, it's Parker to Adams is that's all you need. Yo, yeah, Rogers to Adams. Rogers to Adams, yeah. yeah. Something with Devontae Parker and Devontae Adams, but yeah. yeah. Look, look, listen to these point differentials. So the Kansas City Chiefs point differentials plus 122 points. It's crazy. For all that shit we were just talking, and, and it, it's real about Pittsburgh's defense or offense, excuse me, their point differential is 112. Then third, guess who's third? Didn't Pittsburgh blow somebody out, though, like absolutely, like mercilessly? Didn't they? They, they, they fucked somebody up. Was it Cincinnati? Then they put the hurt on Cincinnati. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah a, couple, were, a couple games against the Bengals will really help that uh, were, that that point differential. People were saying that the it was like a I think the line was seven, and yeah, people think, were trying to sell us. Uh, people were trying they, they smashed Cleveland too. Yeah, they smashed Cleveland that one game too. Yeah, they were trying to sell us Cleveland. They were trying to sell us. Uh, they beat the Bengals. Jags by twenty four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they've had some games where they where they've absolutely smashed them. They beat the Browns by thirty one. And they beat the Bengals by twenty six. I mean, that's seventy five points right there. Yeah. So, and but the Saints, are, the Saints are down there at 103 point differential. Let me see. Where are the Bills? Point differential. They're only they're only point differentials thirty eight. I don't know what happened to their defense. They were good last year. Yo, guess who scored the most points in the league? At four ten, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, more points go. in the more, more points in the Chiefs at four oh three. What's their differential? So the, Pack. the Packers are eighty seven. Man, that all that defense is fucking terrible. The yeah, defense they, gave them three hundred thirty points. Yeah, three hundred twenty three points allowed. So, <laughs> so you so you knock off the so you you're taking Green Bay. So your best team in the NFC is Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I think that uh, if Drew Brees, I don't know if I could get there, bro. If if Drew Brees doesn't come back, right? Like depending on how much um, Taysom Hill we have to deal with, that's going to get shakier every week. Great story. Going to get shakier every week. Um, <laughs> the Seahawks, man. The D- Seahawks defense is just so bad. It's really bad. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's the Packers. Who? I mean, like. Who do you trust the most in the NFC? I think I trust Aaron Rodgers the most out of any player in the NFC right now. Yeah, I I have to. I think the Saints are the best team in the NFC with I, Taysom Hill. Uh, no, we need Breeze there, but, but they've he's not shown. There. But I, hey, but I'll tell you this: they've shown even with Taysom Hill, they're super tough still. Like it's not like they've just fallen off a cliff. The boys are ten and three. They've lost one game since Breeze left. Sure. Do you do you trust taking Taysom Hill into a playoff game as your starter? At, at the maybe Superdome? if you maybe, maybe if you get at, an NFC East team but, but, to but come listen, in town, maybe you play but, against fucking Washington. Well, listen to me. Like maybe not the NFC Championship. It depends who the matchup is, man. Like I, I I'm when like, you say at the Superdome, when you say at the Superdome, that's like one of those New Orleans things. But every New or- every every stat like that that we associate with the Saints yeah, it's is under game. Drew Brees, uh, right? Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like in the dome against Drew Brees, but it's not against Drew Brees; it's against Taysom Hill. I think he's looked fine. Like he's looked better than I thought he would. But I think that you kind of saw it a little bit last week. Like he's can only do so much. Let me give you an example. If the Saints were to play the Rams, I love the the Saints in that spot. 
Okay. I think they get tons of pressure on golf. Golf fucks up. They 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 don't have to air it out and score a good amount of points. I like you said. I think Green Bay gives the gives uh, the Saints more trouble if Breeze is not playing because Aaron. I don't give a fuck who your defense is. Doesn't matter. He, he's gonna score some. Points. I don't want to hear it. Thirty nine yeah. touchdowns against four picks. He's completing seventy percent of his passes this year. Yeah, he's, fucking, he, he's at a different level. Yeah, he's gonna score some points. And he's and, in his bag right now. Like he's hitting stride right now. Yeah. Crazy. So and and I think he. Uh, I think and. In those four picks, I think two of them came in one game. They came against Tampa. Yeah, that yeah. shitty game against Tampa. Yeah, the guys the just, awful game against Tampa, and that's it. You take no, out that game, the numbers are silly. Buddy doesn't turn it over. Never. It's pure point blank. Doesn't happen. Just doesn't. He just doesn't turn it over. You're not getting this back. You're not. <laughs> this is this is mine now. And, and, yeah. And, and matter of fact, I'm probably going to take it down the field. Yeah, and I'm going to score. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and you might score on our defense, but that's fine. I'm going to come back out and score. So yeah, I, if you look at it as a matter of trust, yeah, the, the Green Bay Packers are the team I trust the most in the NFC. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, interesting. yeah, they, they, I don't, yeah, we, we, for the reasons that we just laid out. Now Breeze was back, and let's and when Breeze is back, man, his arm is fucking dead. Dust. It's non-existent. It's dust. It's finished. Dust. Yeah. <laughs> his, so, arm is his arm is non-existent. So like. Yeah, eventually you gotta you gotta throw the ball. If they get into put it this way, with if whatever quarterback they have, if they get into a shootout with the Green Bay Packers, it's a problem. Yeah, I agree. Level up said Seahawks defense got better and they always tighten up towards the end of the season. Sure. Yeah, sure. I agree with that. Yeah, is that could, let me ask you this? Is that and, and the opposite of everything I said about Josh Allen is true about the Seahawks? Tested, good coach. Yeah. Would you say up. would you say that's the dark horse in the NFC? Yeah. Seattle can just get – Jamal yeah. Adams can make some plays all of a sudden. The defense looks tough, and then Russell Russell gets back to how he looked early in the year. Yeah, it's hard to put him – say that right now because just record-wise the last few games. But, yeah, there's still – I mean, Russell Wilson is still Russell Wilson. It's still the Seattle Seahawks. Uh-oh. We lost, we lost quick again. But I get their defense has played better, but that defense is entirely suspect. Um, it can be very, very, very suspect, and we've seen plenty of games in which it was very, very, very suspect. Yeah, I agree with Nick. I think it is very, very suspect, too, when they're going to actually have to play a playoff team where they go in there and have to make some noise. But the defense, you're right, level up there. The Seahawks' D has played better. They have had they have showed up and uh, had some stingy games like they did against the Giants. I know it was Colt McCoy and those guys. Yeah, cool, Colt McCoy. I, I, but no, but I, said, I said a few weeks back, like, their defense has played a lot better. They were historically bad early in the year. And yeah, they, they were awful. They haven't been that bad yet. I mean, Cam Newton was looking like an MVP candidate in that first game against them. Remember? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, long, come a long way since then. So let me give you this: since since we just we just laid out who we think is the best teams in each division, AFC, NFC, you got the Seahawks as your kind of dark horse in uh, in the NFC. Who's the dark horse in the AFC? Is it the Colts? Is it uh, is it Miami if they can sneak in? Who's the dark horse in the AFC? So is we're it not, Baltimore? So Cleveland doesn't count as a dark horse in the AFC right now? I guess they because, could. Yeah, I mean, they're not leading their division. It'd be Cleveland for me because that ability to tote the rock. Yeah. That would be it. I mean, if we're going to go deeper than that, um, man. 
it starts oh, to get shaky. It, it gets AFC. so shaky you know, in the, the AFC. The AFC is super top heavy, and then it's very like, top heavy. The NFC, the NFC is kind of sprinkled. Yeah, I don't, I, Miami wouldn't scare me in the playoffs. I, I mean, this—that's again another rookie tall order. Rookie quarterback, you know, young head coach, young team. Great job this year so far, but yeah, I'm not. I, I can't go there. It would have to be, yeah, it'd either be the Browns, and if they don't count Baltimore, if Baltimore can get in and snag that wild card spot. Because at the end of the day, look, Lamar Jackson's dangerous. Like, we're not going to – we've we've talked about him. We've said he needs to improve on this, and there's certain things that just don't look right. But he can still be absolutely fucking terrifying if he's in his bag and he's having one of those type of games. Yeah. Um, which we just haven't seen it in the postseason yet. Yeah. But you know, if you're if you're a defensive coordinator, you're like, yo, would you rather prepare for Baker or Lamar? You're probably like, yeah, give me Baker. Right. Ah. It, it, it depends what ro- it depends what your roster looks like, right? Oh, like, Baker's right? gonna give you a few. What, what type of matchup? Yeah. Ah, it's interesting. The NFC, the league period is interesting, and especially going into these playoff games with no fans and that type of shit. Unless you're mm-hmm. unless you're uh, in Tampa and the whole the, the building is sold out. Yeah, Florida doesn't give a fuck. Like, come on, man. <laughs> unless <laughs> we're, we're, we're a watch party for away out. games. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll leave it there, man. Big Nick the Quick Tuesday evening. We're back Friday, man. Rock with us. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Smash the likes everywhere you can. Share it with the homies. Lock in with us. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. We out of here. <laughs>